hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. It's Thursday, October 12th, year of our Lord, 2023. You're listening to The Answer, broadcast on 98.9 FM. That's 989theanswer.com if you want to listen on your device. What an incredible set of interviews we had earlier with uh, Dr. Glenn Dewar. If you wondered what's going on in Israel and uh, what may go on and how we got here and what we need to think about, I'm going to encourage you to pull down the podcast and listen to it. Listen to it. It was uh, just fantastic stuff. Uh, you thought you didn't like history. Uh, well, history matters because uh, it, it oftentimes dictates where we are today. And what's the old adage uh, sound like? Uh, history will repeat itself, essentially. So um, if you know where you came from, you might know better how to deal in the present so that you have a better outcome. And uh, we had Janelle Gassaway, Delaware City Schools candidate for school board. And uh, what an incredible conversation that was. She she said in the interview that she's data-driven. I I could tell uh, many things uh, that she said involved taking a look at where the school is, understanding what's available, and doing what's best for the students. And it was really refreshing to hear that and not some, you know, cut and dry, hey, here's a, you know, political talking point. And then at 1222, uh, which is next segment, I'm going to be joined by Leah Brakey. She is a candidate for school board at Worthington Schools, and I can't wait to talk to her about her vision, what she's going to do differently in Worthington when she wins. There's a lot going on around the world. I don't even know where to start right now. Um, I'll tell you where I'll start. I'll start by telling you that the phone lines are open at 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989. I love hearing from you. Don't be afraid. Just call. You might have a question. You might have a comment. You might be passionate about a certain point and you want to just pitch it over the phone lines. Let's do it. Give me a call. So one of the things going on, uh, it is now 1208 which means in 22 minutes, the Republicans, the House Republicans, will meet in conference. Why is that? That's because yesterday, Steve Scalise, who is uh, a Republican, and uh, the guy who won the vote in yesterday's House conference, um, doesn't have enough votes to win on the House floor. Why is that? Well, he edged the second place finisher, Ohio's Jim Jordan, in yesterday's conference vote. Now, let me let me pause there. Why are they doing this? Well, in case you missed it, Speaker McCarthy was ousted last week when Matt Gates uh, moved to vacate the chair and was successful because all Democrats joined Gates and eight Republicans to do so. So now Republicans are charged with replacing Kevin McCarthy. Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan were the two frontrunners, and the Republicans voted yesterday, and I believe the vote was 113 to 99 in favor of Steve Scalise. Well, what the Republicans don't want to do, I had some conversations with D.C. insiders this morning before coming on the air, and by the way, we actually planned to have Congressman Warren Davidson from Ohio's 8th District with us today to unpack this and step through all of these possibilities and probabilities and goings on. But as you can imagine, he's now busy because the House Republicans are meeting in conference. And so he's called to duty there. 
And we expect that uh, depending on what happens today, we might have Congressman Davidson either tomorrow, which is Friday or early next week. Um, But getting back on track. So Scalise won the vote in conference. What Republicans don't want to do is they don't want to create another public display the way that things went in January. Do you remember when it took, I think, 15 iterations for McCarthy to win the speakership? So they need to rally today and figure out who they're going to support. Now, Reuters says uh, it's Scalise. And uh, unfortunately, though, he's facing a test today of whether he could gain enough support from his splintered party conference uh, to be elected speaker on the floor. And I'm going to tell you a couple things. These are these are insights that I don't know if you're going to get anywhere else. Based on my, my conversations this morning, based on some articles that I've read, uh, it's important to note that Jim Jordan, who lost, is fully supporting Steve Scalise and actually offered to nominate him from the floor. So that's good for Scalise. But here's what's not good. I, I don't know if you pick this up or not. Maybe I'm just a, a, a political junkie. How many people did you hear say, I will never vote for Jim Jordan? I didn't hear any. How many people did you hear say, I will never vote for Steve Scalise? There are some. So that to me is the crux of what's going on at 1230. You have people in the Republican Party who say, nope, not doing it, not going to vote for Scalise. Why? I think there are two reasons. I listened to Glenn Beck this morning, and he was saying, you know, Scalise is really kind of a lot like McCarthy, so we'll call him McCarthy 2.0. And uh, interestingly enough, Matt Gates is supporting Scalise, which makes me think, was what Gates did more about a personal vendetta than about replacing McCarthy for alleged shortcomings? Maybe. But I think there are Republicans who go, well, what did we give up to get where we're at? Why do we want another McCarthy? Why do we want Scalise? And here's what I think um, may have uh, caused even more of a rift yesterday. Um, And I don't want to get into the weeds of procedure because it can get really, really boring, um, particularly with my monotone voice. voice. (laughs) So I'll just say this. Um, Scalise yesterday could have cleared the path and he did some things in conference, um, that really didn't clear the path. And so now that now there's uh, McCarthy 2.0 and now Scalise did some things, um, that really didn't endear him to the Republicans. So it's going to be interesting. I'm not fully, uh, of the mindset that Steve Scalise is the hands-down winner of this and they just have to rally su- enough support. It, Jordan only lost by 14 votes. Are those 14 people able to shift to Jim Jordan? And then I guess the question of all questions is, does it matter? Does it really matter? Uh, Jeff, do we have a caller? No? Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, why does it matter? Well, Jim Jordan uh, certainly is more conservative than Kevin McCarthy, and I think he's uh, I think he's shown that. But what you have to remember is that you still have a U.S. Senate that is uh, controlled by Democrats, 
And uh, you have a president that's controlled by Barack Obama and the Marxist progressives. Um, so what did you give up to get what you got? I think the best thing that the Republicans can do is elect the speaker and, and do it soon. But I want to point out one fact. When you stand on principle and you just don't go along to get along, what does that look like? Kind of looks a lot like this. And how many times have we heard over the past years, I'm tired of same old, same old in D.C. These guys and girls go there. They make commitments. They make promises. They get there. They get swallowed up by the machine, and then they just do whatever the party tells them to do. But now all of a sudden you have people who are standing up and going, we're not doing it that way. And isn't it interesting? I think some of the people who previously would have said, I'm tired of go along to get along are now going, hey, go along. Get along so we don't look like idiots. Go along. Get along so we can get this funding for Israel underway. Go along to get along so that we can create this resolution and show the world that we stand with Israel. Go along to get along so that we can make sure that the budget that we have 45 days to finalize gets over the finish line before the government shuts down on November 17th. It'll be be interesting. We definitely need to keep our eyes and ears open. Uh, for what happens in uh, Washington, D.C. today. Uh, you know what else is going to happen today? We've got a couple minutes here, and I want to talk about this. Uh, you can go vote. You need to go vote. Issue one is on the ballot. Issue one is that radical amendment that will allow abortion to birth for matters of convenience. It will allow minors to transition without parental involvement, without parental consent, Um And I get that you don't believe me. I get that you don't want to believe me on that matter. Um, But, I mean, do I have to play it again? I'm going to play it in a minute anyway. Uh, Here's why I believe that. You ready? The biggest and first bully they encounter is their own parents. And how can kids be safe when their parents are the bullies that indoctrinate kids? It's not right. So, yes. We need to help protect all kids. It's very important. We need to help protect all kids by voting yes on issue one so we can pry the parents, those nefarious parents from their kids. Hey, we're going to talk about kids next. Leah Brakey is going to be with us. Stay tuned to the Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. Hey, welcome back to The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of The Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. That is theohiopressnetwork.com. I'm joined now on the LegacyOnPossumRun.com phone line by Leah Brakey. She's a candidate for Worthington Schools Board of Education. Leah, welcome to The Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this afternoon? Hi, Jack. I'm great. How are you? I am super fantastic. Hey, thank you for taking time uh, to visit with us today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. 100%. Hey, first things first, uh, do you have kids in in Worthington schools? I do. Uh, Two of my daughters have already graduated from Thomas Worthington, and I have a current freshman at Thomas. So you know the goings on there. Um, Is that why you decided to run or or what uh, compelled you to do this? 
Yeah, so um, actually I kind of owe some of it to Bruce. Um, I started listening to his show when he started, and I listened through the pandemic. I listened to his show as the transgender ideology started to infiltrate the schools. Um, A lot of what he kept saying over and over was, you know, we would win some of these fights at the school board level. Um, And it really planted the seed in me that that's where we needed to focus. Um, And then in Worthington, I'm not sure if you're aware, but in 2020, uh, the board in Worthington decided to remove the school resource officers from the high schools. And that really prompted prompted me at that point to get more involved. Um, I wanted to support a candidate that was going to run for school board, but we didn't have anybody else that stepped up to do it. So that's when I decided to throw my ring in the hat and, and run for the school board. So um, I actually remember the school board meeting uh, when mm-hmm. it was introduced to try to get uh, school resource officers back. And I remember a guy essentially saying that that was racist. And, and if you'll just entertain me for a minute, I want to play this clip for you. It's the third time I've played it today. I think it's important to play. And then I want to get your reaction to it. Okay. Okay. The biggest and first bully they encounter is their own parents. And how can kids be safe when their parents are the bullies that indoctrinate kids? It's not right. So, yes, we need to help protect all kids. It's very important. That is a former Worthington Schools board member, an at-large board member. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. Is that the environment that you're dealing with right now? I'm, I'm just flat out asking because I read that and it creates a visceral response in me. I'm the father of school-aged children, and that just makes me angry. Yeah, that um, that is the, the temperature of the board right now. I think that was the feeling that we had when they did remove uh, the school resource officers. It was basically said, you, you can't be anti-racist and support the school board, and we're not concerned about what the community says at this point. And what the parents feel about it, we've made the decision, and it happened in one board meeting with no warning to the community at all that it was actually going to happen. Um, it was a very, very tense board meeting when it did go down, um, you know, and, and we had no say as parents, which was very uh, disturbing to a lot of those in the community. So, uh, and I agree. I remember that time period, and it, it, that was the message. We don't care what the community says. We don't care what the parents mm-hmm. think. We're the intelligentsia. We know better. Um, what are you going right. to do differently, and how do you fix it? Do you have a plan to fix that? You know, um, one thing they have done in the school board meetings right now is they have um, removed the parent comment section from the live stream. So when a board meeting happens, everything is live streamed. But when the comments happen from the community, those uh, you know the screen just goes blank. Um, that's one way that I think we can open up communication. I think that strong, sends a strong message that what the parents are saying doesn't matter. And that would be something that I would hope to adjust right away is to get those parent comments um, back in the forefront so that other people in the community know what their community community members feel about certain issues. Um, So that's just one small way that I think we can open up that line of communication with the board and and let the community members know that we do care about their feedback because it's their children that we're, um, you know, in charge of. That's right. 
so, so what else? Um, do, are there other points uh, in your platform? Because I'd love to – we've got yeah. about uh, two minutes here. I want you to be able to okay. share with our listeners um, what your vision is. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I want to make sure that we continue in Worthington to focus on education first, um, leave the issues of the day, the quote-unquote issues of the day, to the families, um, and focus on educating our children. As the campaign has grown – um, you know, I got in for one reason, and then now I'm kind of learning more about uh, the science of reading and how instrumental that is going to be in the school systems to get our children all over the country, and specifically in Worthington, up to reading standards. You know, we have one of our schools um, in Worthington, the 2021-22 school year, they only had 67% of their third graders at proficiency level. Wow. Um, and I, I want to make sure that 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 is what we are spending our resources and our time doing is teaching these kids to read um, and using this new science of reading method, making sure our teachers are trained in it, that our curriculum um, supports it, um, and, you know, to set our kids up to thrive. Um, that's the foundation of everything they learn going forward. If they are great at reading, learning everything else is going to be so much easier. But when they're handicapped with not being able to read well, it makes the rest of their schooling, you know, go in a different direction. So um, that, that's really what I want to make sure that Worthington is focused on. You know, that's why I came here 20 years ago with our family, yep. um, because the Worthington schools are great. And I love the community, and I do think we have great schools. I want to make sure that, that we're concentrating moving forward on keeping education in the forefront. I love that. Hey, we've got about a minute. How can listeners learn more about you, donate, or maybe even volunteer? Do you have a website yep. or an email? Absolutely. Yep. Um, so breakyforboard.com is where they can go for my website. Um, I've got a Facebook page, Leah Breaky for Worthington School Board. If they want to get on there, they'll see upcoming events. Um, they can engage that way. Um, on both of those, there's a donate button. Um, they can reach out to me through um, the website and let me know if they want signs, if they want a t-shirt, or if they want to volunteer to um, you know, go to events with us. And Breaky is B-R-E-A-K-E-Y, correct? You got it. Yep. Uh, all right. Leah Breaky, she's a candidate for school board at Worthington Schools. Leah, thank you for devoting time uh, to us today and sharing your vision. We really appreciate you. Come back and visit soon. Yes. Thank you, Jack. Have a great day. You as well. Hey, stay tuned. Uh, on the other side of this break, more of The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. The Answer.